Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, depending on what side of the road you're tuning in from. And welcome back to another episode of Purposely Awaken. All right, so last, so last week we had four, uh, four from Black Ink on the show, which, where he was talking about his latest single, and then, and of course, mental health as well. And then since this is, since May is officially Mental Health Awareness Month, uh, I believe our next guest will kind. Our, our next guest can kind of, kind of flow into it, because because far as mental health is concerned, uh, we definitely have to feed our mind with things that will uplift us. Because um, of course, during this during this time with people in, with people in quarantine and certain businesses still being closed, it's very easy for people to fall into depression. So one of the things to, I was one of the, one of the things to bypass depression and to um, get your mind off of the current issues in the world. Like yes, issues are important, but it is very important that we don't focus and put all of our energy into COVID, into the coronavirus. Because the more energy that we put into this whole virus situation, the whole pandemic, the more. <laughs> The more stress that's going to cause on our bodies, and as we and as we stress more, not only does um, our immune system go down, but our mental health also goes down. Because now you're stressed, so after stressed, you might even come depressed, and then a whole other, uh, a whole bunch of other issues will align from that, just from stress. So one of the best. One of the best medicines um, to, like, you know, get through this time is through laughter. Um, like, as, a, as I always say, laughter is the best medicine. And that's still, that's still very true. It still sounds very true. Medicine most definitely is um, the best form of, the best, you know, the best form of medicine, the best type of, um, remedy to get through any situation. So with that being said, our next guest, of course, is a comedian. Um, this this is our final surprise guest that um, that that we had hinted at a couple months ago. So this com- the comedian is some some might know him, but some and then some may not know him by name. But when they see his face, they'll be like, okay, yeah, I know him. But comedian David David A. Arnold, and as he said, you gotta put that A in there. But yeah, David A. Arnold, he's a comedian, actor, producer, writer. He's just that all around creative within the industry. Um, but he recently released his Netflix special called "The Fat Ballerina" on Netflix. Uh, even though he's been in the industry for over twenty years, as you know, like with Netflix. It's kind of like a big deal, especially as a comedian, when you, like when you when you can release when you release your special on Netflix, because as we know, that journey is it's not an easy journey. It's not, um, it's not a piece of cake to get your stuff on Netflix. It's a process. So that's one big accomplishment. But other than that, he's also um, produced and written several, um, several of several like zip. Z- 
popular sitcoms like on BET. Um, there's a sitcom, I think it's called Real Husbands of Hollywood that was on BET for a moment. He he wrote that and, that's, and he also... He has also written several of Tyler, um, the Tyler Perry's, I think it was one of Tyler Perry's series, but of course he'll talk more about that. And of course you can read his bio along with, um, listening to this interview or reading this interview. So I'm not going to chat anymore. So as usual, um, we're going to go into an intro song and then the next voice you'll hear will be David A. Arnold. You, stop rolling that camera. Put that camera away now. Now, picture me rolling. Tip of my chauffeur. Niggas look jealous. You gotta control it. Reaching my quota. Mixing my soda. Feeling connected to God. Trying to get closer, stepping on roaches, me and my loasters, just trying to get over, try not to get swallowed by locusts, trying to stay focused, kind of like Moses, like somebody chose us, sweat on my shoulder, I feel these emotions, but still I keep going, I've been to a poet, I've been through the motions, I'm feeling heroic, but life is a dice game, and I dare you to blow it, you might get a strike man, but that ain't gonna pay for the strollers, it's never enough to console it. Telling your daddy a soldier She need you right now in this moment Now dead on your back with your roses To me I'm just carving a sculpture And fine-tuning my approaches Doubling back as an owner The moment of truth is the bonus Call the promoters Picture me rolling With my friends not a worry Then we get stopped by the police Gotta make it home to my baby Good. Sorry about that. For some reason, my phone wasn't ringing. But, but thank you oh, for, it's all good. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for taking a few minutes out of your day to speak with me. Yes! <laughs> Let's do it! Alright, cool. So for the first question... I got nothing to do. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> well, we're all stuck in the house. <laughs> cool. so yes! Trying to, find a, trying to find a way to make it a... All makes sense. Jeez. <laughs> What's going on? All right. Cool. So 
for so for starters, just for those who might not be familiar with you, can you just give them like a quick elevator pitch of who David Arnold is? Who is David Arnold? <laughs> David Arnold is someone who's been, it's David A. Arnold, because if you don't put in the A, you're going to get the white man that does all the soundtracks of James Bond, which I'm sure everybody at Google is like, who the hell is this? He's going to look funny at all. But, uh, <laughs> I'm David A. Arnold. I'm a stand up comedian and television producer who has probably been making people laugh behind the scenes way longer than they even know. <laughs> and now with my Netflix special, I've got a chance to come out and put my face to my comedy and my style of comedy. So with that and my, uh, I guess the, the the spark of my social media following, I've got a chance to be seen. So, you know, I'm this dude that's finally getting a chance for the world to see what I already know, which is I'm funny <laughs> and it's working. <laughs> right. <laughs> awesome. I love it. And then, so so speaking of your Netflix special, Fat Ballerina, how does how does yes. it how does it feel to finally have your special on Netflix? And then, what was that what was that process like to get there? Um, it feels great to have a special on Netflix because you finally get a chance to, you know, be seen on a world stage and um get a chance to share stuff that you've been working with. As comedians, that's what we do. When we go to comedy clubs and we work on stuff, we're working on it in hopes to be able to share it on a national stage. And the things that you work on for years sometimes, to finally be able to see people react to it is kind of dope. Um, the process was, you know, it was it was long, I can <laughs> say. You know, I like I, I've been doing stand-up for 24 years. This is my third special, my first one, I mean, my, my, my first one that has been on a platform this large. So, um, you know, it was working out, it was, it was working the material out for many years, it was being denied, it was being turned down, it was being passed on, and then eventually taking matters into my own hands and self-producing and putting the money up to do it and then getting my friend Kevin Hart to get behind me and my management and Dave Becky jumped on and was like, let's get it over here, this is good stuff. And then with them behind me, we took it over to Netflix and they looked at it and was like, oh yeah, we gotta put this up. So it was, you know, it was a process, but the, 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 the part that I love the most is that I did it myself and I invested in myself because I believed in myself and it paid off. So that's the part that's dope for me. That is dope. Investing in yourself. Yeah. True. We definitely gotta invest yes. in ourselves first, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, a lot of people won't do that. A lot of people think they're great. Right. But it's like, are you great enough to put up, uh, you know, would you put fifty, a hundred, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars behind your idea if you had it to do so? Would right. you be willing to do that? A lot of people won't. A lot of people are like, yeah, I'm good, but I, you know, I need my money. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's you know, you gotta really believe. I've always been that guy from the beginning, from from all the short films that I wrote, directed, and starred in in 2005. I did a bunch of short films. All of them, I put my own money up. They all won awards at various film festivals around the country. And it was from the, it, I've never had a problem betting on me. That's the one thing I'm always going to bet on is David. You know what I mean? Because I know I do the work. So that's, that's the dope part about it. Got you. And then I was I was able to watch a few short clips that that Wally sent over, 
And then so for those uh-huh. that so for those that haven't got to like tune into Fat Ballerina yet, what can they expect when they tune into it? Without giving too much away. Um, well, I mean, you know, it's going to take you on a journey through family and relationships and marriage. It's a real look at that stuff from my perspective. And I always tell people this, this, this set is for, 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 for grown men who pay the bills. This ain't a set for, you got a little boyfriend and y'all splitting the rent, you know what I mean? And he, 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 some of this stuff might, some of this stuff might not, not, might not be for you. But the truth of the matter is. I do family, I do fa- I do family, I do relationships, I do, it's all steeped in who I am. It's steeped in the pettiness of a person that I am and how I see the world and it's actually, uh, it's actually very funny. I'm very proud of, uh, of the work that we did. Awesome, yeah, so far from what I've seen, it looks, it looks really pretty, it looks pretty funny so far. I haven't got to watch the whole thing yet, but so far, so far I liked what I've seen. It's doing good. I mean, right. my favorite is when I get when I get people who hit me on social media and go, "Oh my God, I'm only two and a half minutes in and I can't breathe." <laughs> right. Like that's my favorite part is that people get in and like right off the bat, I, I come out just swinging, and I think that's you know that that to me is the best part. And, you know, the retention rate on it is very high too, which is also dope for streaming stuff. So I'm very proud of that. Awesome. And then what inspired you to get into comedy? Did you always did you always know that you wanted to be a comedian or are you kind of like thrown into it? What inspired you? Um, well, you know, when you graduate from high school with a one point eight, you ain't got too many choices <laughs> in life. So, I mean, I always knew that I, you know, that I love making people laugh. I was never the class clown. But um I you know, I, I've i always had this thing for storytelling and just, you know, so that, that I feel like that was that was the thing that made me interested in it. And then I saw D.L. Hughley doing it in the 90s when I was in the Navy. In the Navy and that's when I was like, oh, I think I can do this. I, I, I can tell funny stories. And that's the kind of thing that got me into it. So right after I got out of the military, I started doing it. I was kind of late in my life getting started, but that's when I started doing it. And I had to look back since. Got you. And then, in addition to your comedy, you are also an mm-hmm. act, you're also an actor. You've been been featured mm-hmm. in like the BTS Real Husbands of Hollywood, House of Pain, Partners, mm-hmm. just to name a mm-hmm. few. So do you have do you have any yes. other t- TV and film projects in the works as far as acting? Uh, well, I yes, I'm developing a I'm developing a show uh, right now with Kevin Hart. Uh, that's based off of my, off of a bit that I did in the stand-up special. Um, I'm also, uh, in development for my next stand-up special already. We already got a deal for another one. So I'm working on that. And, um, you know, I produce a lot of television. I, I produce and written, you know, I wrote House of Pain and Meet the Browns. I wrote, I, I wrote a show called Fuller House on Netflix. Oh, okay. I wrote season four and five of that. You know, I also wrote uh, Real Husbands of Hollywood. I wrote a show called Zoe Ever After for Brandy. You know, I've I've been writing and and producing television for a while. And uh, until the the virus shut us down, I was producing a show for for some YouTubers called Jaden and Annie over at Nickelodeon. So I'm up and down the scale from from, from 
crazy comedies like Real Husbands of Hollywood to kid YouTubers like Jade and Annie on Nickelodeon. So I've done all of it. You know what I mean? But yeah, they. I think people will be. I'm excited to show people the next special, and I'm excited to hopefully be able to get this television show based on my stand-up on the air. Uh, that would be kind of dope to get a chance right. to, for people to see more of who I am. So yeah, I'm excited about that stuff. Gotcha. You definitely, you definitely stay busy and productive. That's good though. Oh, oh. <laughs> gotta feed these kids. Gotta feed these kids. <laughs> And and I know you're also I know you're also you're also set to headline the Dion Cole and Friends comedy show at the Essence Fest. Well, but I, I was it, yeah, but I yeah. know since it got postponed until next year. Do you know if they're still still gonna have the same lineup or? I don't know if it's gonna be the same lineup, but you know, uh, I'm. I hope I love Deion Cole. Deion Cole is a good friend of mine. So right. anytime you get a chance to work with your friends, that's always dope. So I don't know if the lineup will be the same. Hopefully, when the time comes around, everybody's schedule will line up, and I'll be available and able to do it. But um, you know, I was doing that. I was doing TD Jake's The Time to Laugh tour that we were just starting as well. That literally, like, I would have been in Dallas last weekend doing that. So it's. It's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of, uh, you know, it's a lot of things that got postponed and rescheduled. So uh, right now, we just trying to get through this period. I'm using this time to do a lot of writing and to do a lot of research on my next stand-up special because I can't actually go out and perform and get it ready, but I am collecting information, you know, and getting the ideas that I'm ready to tackle lined up. So when it is time to go, I can go. Got you. That's smart. And then, so what's one what's one unknown and unknown fun fact that people probably do not know about David A. Arnold? That I used to be a registered nurse, oh, and I worked God. as a nurse for many years while I was a stand while I was pursuing my stand up comedy at night. I ran a family practice clinic in Culver City across the street from Sony Studios, and I would I would I would work all day as a nurse, get off work go to the comedy club and spend all night at the comedy store, the Laugh Factory, and improv trying to hone my stand-up skills until I got to a place where eventually the stand-up and the writing and producing actually started bringing me more work and took too much time that I was ha- that I had to step away from the nursing. So I, I, I served in the military and then I worked as a, you know, I worked in the medical field for 10 years after that. Okay, cool, interesting. And then, what's, yes. some, what's some advice that you can give to aspiring comedians, actors, or writers that are striving for their big break? Here's my advice to anybody who's striving for anything in the arts. One, it's supposed to be hard. Two, that every single obstacle that you encounter and that are all put in your way are for, there for one reason, to weed out the weak and the people who don't have what it takes to stand in there and keep fighting. And three, as long as you continue to strive for what your voice is and whatever it is you think you want to do, you want to write, write. If you want to be, do a, be a stand-up, stand-up. And if you want to act, act. You don't need to wait for nobody. We live in a time in a world today where you can shoot it, write it, presented yourself. You're a comedian, you can put stuff out on the internet, you can put stuff out there in the world. 
if you put something out there and there's something to it, people will respond. 18 months ago, I had 1,800 followers. Then I decided to start putting my comedic voice on my social media. Now I have over, over almost 700,000 between Facebook and Instagram in literally less than two years. That's just from me putting up what I think is funny. And people, when they see that they think it's funny, they're going to tell other people that this guy or this girl is funny. You should go watch them do whatever it is they do. So that's my advice. If you say you want to do it, do it. And just know it's going to be hard and it's supposed to be. Right. Got it. I love that advice. And then where can people follow you? At, on Instagram, it's at the David A. Arnold or David A. Arnold across the board on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can find me. You just got to use that A. If you put in David A. Arnold, you can find me anywhere. My website, any and everywhere, my name will come up. But if you don't put in that A, you're going to get you gonna get the soundtrack composer from the uh, James Bond movies. <laughs> got you. Thank you, David. And is there any other last comments or anything you want to leave the listeners with? No. I just want, you know, if they haven't seen South Ballerina, go to Netflix and check it out. Follow me on Instagram, social media, Instagram, Facebook. And please, everybody, keep your asses at the house (laughs) so we can get out of here. The more we stay home and do what they tell us to do for a little while, the sooner we can go back out here in these streets and do what we were doing before. All right. Exactly. Thank you so much, David. I appreciate you. All right. Looking forward to reading and seeing this. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Stay safe. All right, now. Be safe, girl. All right, now. Bye-bye. All right. All right, everyone. I hope you enjoyed our guest. Don't forget to check out Fat Ballerina on Netflix if you have not already. And also, you can follow David on Instagram and Facebook and, I think, Twitter, too. Um, at David at David A. Arnold. Remember always remember to put that A in there so you don't get a so you don't get that white white actor. <laughs> so yeah, so so follow him on all platforms, David A. Arnold. Watch and watch the fat ballerina on Netflix and continue to stay safe and at least get out and take a ride. Um I seen so many people Saying, oh, you know, is it safe to go outside? It's always been, it's, it's always been safe to go outside. They never said you could not go outside. So if you're one of those people that's just been um, stuck in your house and getting cabin fever, you've been doing this whole quarantine thing all wrong. At least go out on your porch. Like if you still don't feel comfortable for whatever reason going to like the grocery store or whatever, at least at least go outside. Sit sitting on your porch or better yet go out outside in your front yard that way you can see at least interact with your neighbors while still being a distance from them but i would still encourage you to at least take a ride even if you even just take a ride to like the next city you don't even have to get out your car you can take a ride and then stop pick up some food and then maybe find a little place where you can like or you can look at like or you can look at the beach or where you can or you can like look at the city um, wherever uh, wherever you're located usually every city has a spot where you can just drive and watch the scenery and while you're watching the scenery you got you can you can eat your food in the car and then after you're done eating your food 
I mean, at least step outside your car, get some fresh air outside of outside of your normal environment. And then after you're done with that, then you can head back home. But at least, at least get at least get out a little bit, get away from get away from your house. Like a drive would just also help help to ease your mind and to get your mind off of what the news is saying. I mean, but and even. And even health officials are encouraging. Health officials now are even encouraging people to take rides, because most people, because a lot of people have not. So yeah, so don't get cabin fever, but you know, stay safe, take that ride, and take care of your mental health. All right, until next time, we're out. Stay up, it's almost